0: Episode 69, nice, of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John, I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic: The 2021-22 Premier League final grades. John Jeffrey give their final marks to every Premier League team this season. John, what's happening, brother?
1: Let's have it. It's one of the long-running busting balls campaigns. The US have announced that the men's and the women's national teams will be paid exactly the same amount for their play.
0: Woo! I mean, I can't exactly claim this a uh, victory for this show, but you know what? We'll we'll, we'll take some credit anyway
1: because <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: we, we we have been banging that drum for a long time,
1: pretty much since we started. But yep, absolutely the most deserved of wins there for the women's team.
0: Absolutely, mm-hmm. I mean, and let's face it, they deserve it. They absolutely deserve it after all the you know. All,
1: after their, you know, actual
0: achievements.
1: Uh, Yeah, let's have a look at trophies, uh, all those wins, and frankly being described by uh, one Mr. uh, G.D. Westwessel as the pound-for-pound best team in the world. That's true, and I will stand by that. (laughs) Oh, yes. So, yep, we have to go with the good news there. And furthermore, on the good news front as well, we have young Blackpool teenager Jake Daniels here who has come out as I believe the first volunt- the first one to voluntarily say foot- professional footballer there start again the first professional footballer an English footballer to voluntarily declare himself his sexuality as gay That's absolutely. Annoying. Brilliant, because the only previous example I think was just in fashion towards the end of his career, and he was essentially given the choice by the Sun, give us an exclusive or we egg you. So yeah, we, we uh, hopefully this is a fantastic step forward.
0: One would hope so, because we we all know that sports is a little, shall we say, behind in their mentality towards uh, people voluntarily coming
1: out. Yes, absolutely. Like um, th- there was a Gay, at uh, PSG, for instance, who refused to wear the, uh, the the rainbow on his shirt last week.
0: Which, yeah, uh, and, and for what I understand, I, that's not the first time he has done
1: this. No, I, I understand there is a certain um, hardline religious aspect to this, but. This in the in the current world, really, really, dude. You know, I, I mean, fair play. He doesn't make he he doesn't make a big thing about it, which I can perhaps accuse. But you you cannot in a live in that old world forever.
0: Well, I just think it's shitty uh, because yeah. that also tells me that you don't stand by your team
1: too. Yeah, and, and I mean, the thing is, I, I know, as I said, the, the Muslim aspect was put out there as a mitigating factor, but then you go, hang on, but you see, so Salah and Mane at Liverpool, for instance, with, just to pick the two I know about, have supported these initiatives, and they are also devout Muslims. Yeah, so,
0: I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, that doesn't wash as an excuse. You, yeah. know?
1: You, can, you should be able to change. You should be able to have a look at the situation and change your mind, really.
0: Yeah and I I don't want to get into a huge religious discussion no. on this show but yeah I mean that's a bullshit excuse but you know all credit to Jake Daniel and uh I mean I'm hoping that you know he he lives his life you know ha- happier for it for for being yeah. you know honest with himself and everybody else about who he is and
1: you know And he was absolutely, yeah he was absolutely supported by his teammates as well which 100% Brilliant attitude from them. Indeed.
0: Yeah, I, I I I can't fault that one bit. Uh while we're here in lower league football in in Great Britain, um Sunderland, after four years in League One, have finally
1: won a playoff final. Oh, absolutely. And you you know, four years, Sunderland should not be down in League One. They are You know, you don't want to say too big a club because any club can be mismanaged down to any level if you try hard enough. I mean, let's face it, I have managed to do Man United at least three times on Championship Manager here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Hey, my proudest achievement, I signed Cristiano Ronaldo for Aston Villa at his peak. And he said, because I wanted to go to a bigger club. (laughs) That was my... I, I retired from football manager shortly afterwards. It was brilliant. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But back, Sunderland. No, it is good to see them making that step back up, at least into the championship. And, you know, I, I would be really happy to see them back in the Premier League at some point because... Yeah, they they are one of those clubs that should be there or thereabouts, rather than sort of just trying to get back into the championship.
0: You know, one of the things that made me a little a little sad, though, listening to the match because I was out uh, doing running some errands, so I was listening to the match instead of watching it. And uh, uh, you know, Adebayo, Akinfenwa came on for Wickham, and I was really hoping he would score, but after. You know the announcers on uh, on Talk Sport had built him up so much, and he he did not. And now he's and now he's retired. That that was it. He, he's done. But uh, not having get a
1: good fit well.
0: But you know, congratulations to Sunderland. Um, now now will it now will they stay up and and possibly challenge to get into the Premier League? I I don't know. It's certainly possible because let's look at the job Nottingham Forest has done. Under Steve Cooper.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Why is Why X.
0: is Steve Cooper? Why is Steve Cooper? Who, by the way, is the most English-looking person I think in the world at this point.
1: <laughs> but
0: why is Steve Cooper not in the conversation for manager of the year? Why? Because it
1: only goes to Premier League managers. But well, absolutely. That's <laughs> but I mean, we went down there, played them in the cup, cal- and they gave us a hell of a game out like there. Probably the hardest thing I mean, thing they, we not, have they knocked us out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll still go out to lower league teams, it's like, like Vanga never happened. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: I, 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 I'm saving all my commentary for the main
1: topic, so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It the story of Forest coming back is, is brilliant because I think it's been 20 plus years since they went down. And as someone who you know, <laughs> it, it
0: has been since nineteen ninety nine was the last time that they were in the Premier League, and they did have a
1: spell in League One at the yeah as well. Because my you know, my formative years are the eighties and the nineties, and you know Forest were an ever present there. The Forest were always at least you know mid table or better, but now yeah, it, it, it's nice to see them having worked their job. And let's face it, it's a little bit of Liverpool magic with with Steve Cooper being an ex Liverpool coach here. But he is,
0: I mean, he, he's done a job. He took them from bottom to, you know, one game away from the yeah. Premier League. And, and nearly, if the result had gone their way against Bournemouth in the last week of the championship,
1: they would have been automatically promoted. And frankly, yeah, <laughs> if they'd actually just been able to have a better start to the season, my God, you know, <laughs> two or three points and that's it. Wow. Well, Whoa, what a job that is. Well, here,
0: here we are. And uh, I guess we'll find out who will be joining Fulham and uh, Bournemouth in the Premier League um, next week. Uh, Cause that will be, uh, is, is there going to be Nottingham Forest or Huddersfield town? And I, I you know what, I'm pulling for,
1: for Forest. Same. Absolutely. Headersfield, you know, you you were up last year. Didn't add that much to be honest. It wasn't last year that they were up, but you know, it was a couple well, of they, years uh, ago. They they were up for two years. Well, that's they true. Were, and they couldn't score a goal to save their lives for most of that time. But you know, I, it was it was good to see them up, but you know, I i quite like, you know, Forrest feel a fresher name and I'd just like to see that sort of fresher name in the Premier League. So yeah.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, John, a long-running bit on the, another long-running bit on this program has now come to an end as of yesterday.
1: And which one would that? Be?
0: Well, RB Leipzig has now won something. They won the day, they won the Day of Bay Pokal on penalties against Freiburg.
1: Ten man, being...
0: ten man Leipzig at that.
1: Yeah, and also with one of the. Substituted players sent off as well, I believe, <laughs> which is like yes, that's the sort of shit you love to see, but they they did it,
0: and yeah, wow, Leipzig have actually won something now it's
1: goddamn it that that's one more thing to chalk off the list, Goddamn.
0: well, I mean yeah.
1: uh, okay,
0: so so what does this actually mean though?
1: It means they have a trophy. They, they are in that winning habit. Okay. Maybe.
0: Right. And we have seen plenty of times when a team has won a cup, has won their domestic cup and parlayed that into a league title the next season.
1: But we have also seen, say, when the, a team has parlayed a, a cup into relegation. Well, Hello, that's Morgan. sure
0: too. Yes, we have. Well, but yeah, but that was in the same week, so I mean you couldn't really do much about that.
1: Well, it could have stayed they they had a chance to stay up, they didn't.
0: Yep. <laughs> Again, that was that was four days later. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm still know. saying. It was uh, a whole four days later, so uh, we have another. We have uh, more title winners. AC
1: Milan has lifted the Scudetto in one of the finest, and probably the finest of the races this season, which was a three-way game for so much of that season. There, practically and, to the and, end, and
0: a race that Juventus was nowhere close to.
1: Yeah, even better. Yeah, the ten-time champions Juventus—you know—again for the second in a row, nowhere near it. Oh, what a shame!
0: Yeah, they 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 end in fourth. But yeah, um, both Inter and Milan won today. But Milan had the had a two-point advantage. Olivier Giroud opens the scoring and sealed. And basically, that was the go-ahead goal that sealed it.
1: <laughs> All right. Olivier Giroud, Giroud. What? What? Didn't that first season? He- before he was at Arsenal, didn't he win the league title then? Yeah, he wanted it. Yeah, he was the top scorer in Ligue 1 at, at Montpellier. Yep, when they went up, and now he's left Arsenal. He's won another league title. Well, he he, well, I mean, he did go to Chelsea in
0: between there. You you seem oh. to forget.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Didn't didn't win much at Chelsea though, did he? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah uh olivier Giroud, uh is a he he's not won the scudetto he's won league titles in three in uh three countries
1: yeah you can't bother that and and again there's an odd club out in that for <laughs> but what i what can i say <laughs> I, I i just gave john my answer that's what <laughs> Yeah, that's how many he's won in each of the countries he's been in. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So, congratulations.
0: I mean, Italy was definitely, yeah, Italy was a fantastic race this year, uh, it has to be said. And, And, you know, again, when we have two of the major leagues going down to the same day, and in fact, today was that day. And you notice that we're very purposefully not discussing the Premier League right now because I mean we're gonna be spending at least an hour on the Premier League. I can see the dread.
1: I can hear the dread in the listeners' ears right now.
0: Well, the other thing, by the way, if my voice sounds a little raspy, it's because uh, in this household we have a bit of a uh, a uh, viral upper respiratory infection going through us right now. It is not COVID. We have tested and tested, and it is not COVID. So we know that much. Uh,
1: yeah, I got mine out of the way earlier
0: in the week. So, so <laughs> yeah, but you 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 miss Bob Villain though, unfortunately.
1: Uh, don't don't bring that back up.
0: Damn yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know, man sucks. I I I really wanted some merch, but you know. But it, your your health is, is paramount to all this. Absolutely. Uh hey, we have to point out another league title winner. Oh,
1: oh who who would that possibly be, Jeff? Who would That would be the, the mighty boys
0: of Celtic FC, the Celtic Football <laughs> Club, founded
1: in 1888. <laughs> but, uh... I, can, I think, you know, in these circumstances, we need to discuss what a wonderful fortnight it's been for Rangers, apart from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get yesterday. Uh, yes. Yesterday.
0: Well, but again, they had to go to extra time for that too. So yeah. Rangers, yeah, they're, they're not quite there, but I don't want to talk about Rangers. Because, by the way, Eintracht Frankfurt now gets to go to the Champions League despite finishing 11th. In the, in the Bundesliga.
1: And they are in the top group of seeds for the Champions League.
0: I, what can you do? What can you do? I mean, it's just that's how it goes sometimes. So, uh, so
1: these are Chelsea's guaranteed opponents next year, people.
0: <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, yeah, let, let's talk some Celtic because, I mean, they, they had a massive, massive uh, last day out. And uh, but you know at the same time what an absolute mensch, Andrew Pasa is. What an absolute mensch! I mean, did you did you hear his final
1: speech? I I did not hear it apart from the bits that you posted to me. You he, know he 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 thanked the he thanked the fans. Uh, he, he
0: he you accepted me. You accepted this jumper. <laughs> As he said, <laughs> which apparently probably, he did not wear in Japan or, uh, <laughs> or, or Australia. But I mean, I, I, can, can you imagine, I mean, especially after all the shit that Pasakoglu's, uh, appointment got at the beginning of the season from, from, you know, especially from, you know, the Daily Ranger, I'm sorry, the Daily Record, my bad, um... And by the way, can I just tell you how thrilled I was on Wednesday looking at 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 football Twitter and the English sports media just absolutely cranking it
1: to Rangers? That's what the English sports media do. Any any British club, they will just go hell for leather over. They don't care who because it'll sell papers and
0: do you think they're gonna give the same courtesy to Liverpool on Saturday?
1: Yeah, because no one likes Real Madrid.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Andrew Postacoglu, I mean, it, 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 it's true. Scotland, nor Japan, nor Australia are exactly footballing mega powers. But to be revered on, on three different continent, you know, three different continents, you know, in countries in that way. I mean, that, that
1: just <laughs> yeah. speaks to the man, you know? It's he, he is a fantastic manager for this for the, for the club he he is fit and, and i think it's it's pretty good you need to remember he was getting at the start when he wasn't winning games he was getting a hell of a lot of flack. and you know going, is this appointment not working what was it three four weeks into the season he settled down and frankly since they've been <laughs> Close to invincible.
0: Yeah, but I mean, three or four weeks of the season. Uh, within that three to four weeks, didn't Kilgo Furuhashi get a debut hat trick at Parkhead?
1: You know, well, listen, but yeah, but everyone was looking at the results around it. So, but yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good start. Let's not be empty. Yeah,
0: and, and there, and I will cop. There was a very fortuitous bit of management change at Rangers when Gerard went to. When Steven Gerrard mm-hmm. went from Rangers to Aston Villa, and then Giovanni Van Bronckhorst came in,
1: now but Rangers
0: didn't lose too many steps, but they lost enough for and for Pau and Celtic to capitalize.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Rangers, you know, they got to the Europa League final, so you know, it's not as if Van Bronckhorst did a terrible job there. So it was an earned title. It wasn't just the fact, you know, oh, Rangers fell over and Celtic sneaked in,
0: right? But. Are we are we going to discover next season that Van Bronckhorst coming? It, 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 was this because Van Bronckhorst managed to keep continuity, or is this going to be more like an Avram Grant situation where he came in, you know, mid season and still managed to win something?
1: I'll tell you this time next year. <laughs> Fair. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: now I have
0: I have there are three big concerns I have for Celtic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and those concerns are that, that I and those concerns are Jota, Cameron Carter-Vickers, and Dyson Maeda. All three on loan, but all three were critical to this side's success.
1: Is it depends what the budget Celtic is, how, how the uh, how the board goes. We don't know how it's going to go. That's I, I, all I can say is I, I hope we can keep two of them at least. Yeah. It, it's now, I'm it, sure the was prioritized.
0: If it were you, if you had the choice of the two, which would you keep? Jota, Cameron Carter Vickers, or and uh, and or Diaz
1: and Maeda? Well, I'm always kind of... Uh, if you're talking big signs, you know, Celtic's back four is good, and the midfield's good. You always take the goals, don't you? You always go for who's most likely to provide your goal. And so uh, is it Jota's got the most goals out of those three? I think out of those three, yes. Because I was pretty sure that every other weekend you, I was getting text, getting messages from you going, "The real Jota has scored <laughs> <here."> <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: oh. yeah, he, he, yeah. Out of those three, yes, but I mean, Carter yeah, so, Vickers, he, of course, was a, a he was a defensive player, of course. Yeah.
1: I I think they're and, easier. And to and, think, Maeda, so.
0: and Maeda did get a lot of assists. It must be said.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would, I would take the goals first out
0: of that lot. So you, you be going Jota and which of Carter Vickers or
1: Maeda? I, I take Maeda as a second one. I think. See, as, I, as, as I'm prioritizing. I, I,
0: I think I may be kind of resigned to losing Jota because I don't think he want he would want to leave Benfica. But at the same time, you know. Carter vickers has ne- has played I think like two games at Spurs his entire time he was signed there, and I can not see so i I cannot see Celtic losing any negotiation to Yokohama F. Marinos either
1: <laughs> All I can say is you are talking about a Spurs player here, Jeff you are praising a Spurs player, okay he did massive for Celtic. And he is my co- <laughs> he
0: is also my countryman too. He is a, a U.S. a USA national. You have no morals. You that have a all abandon-
1: not- no morals. <laughs> I, I,
0: I'm sorry. He did the business for Celtic. If he can do the business <laughs> for Celtic, you know we're 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 good here. But uh, anyway, congratulations to Celtic. Uh, a couple of last other things. Uh, did you hear the 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 slightly minor announcement about Killian Mbappe staying at? PSG.
1: <laughs> this has to be the single funniest moment of the week because you know whatever the reported nuts and bolts of the contract this is just the new football aristocracy trying to kick the old one in the nuts. It's just they want we, we've got him we don't want you to have him. It, it's simple as that. It's just you know locker power politics here. That's all it is. It's who's got the bigger dick or bigger wallet, you know. If, if, if
0: the nuts and bolts of this contract uh, is correct, uh, if, from what I'm hearing, Killing Mbappe can have a direct influence over who PSG's manager is next season.
1: Killing Mbappe basically has. <laughs> it's almost a director of football contract from the look of it.
0: This is this is LeBron James level, you know. Yeah. Oh this yeah, this is Kobe Bryant level. This is,
1: you know, Chelsea level. Yeah, I'm, and what, what was it? Is it something like hundred million a year after tax? Something like that? A yeah, year?
0: yeah, plus a signing fee, plus. It, 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 it is insanity.
1: So and oh, go ahead. Without telling, it's it's not only the fuck you to Real Madrid, it's a fuck you to FFP because. You know, I don't care what the revenues are of any club in the world. There is no club in the world is paying. You know, Lionel Messi coming in on a free transfer, Sergio Ramos coming in on a free transfer, Donnarumma coming in on a free transfer, and a contract like and Neymar and a contract like that. No well, I, club in the world has those revenues without being very, I, I, very. very I'm Chevron-
0: seen I'm seeing rumors that Mbappe is already saying, "Yeah, I want Neymar out of here."
1: oh oh it's worth it isn't it It, it's it started already this (laughs) it started already
0: but okay so let let's do this though so now Kylian Mbappe has declined to go to real madrid how concrete is that deal with man city for erling braut holland and does Real Madrid try to hijack that
1: now? Is, is it I, I don't. Has ha- Haaland signed it off yet? City have announced it, haven't they? They've announced that terms were accepted.
0: I don't know if an actual contract has been agreed to. And don't forget that the transfer window does not officially open until July the 1st.
1: True. It, I mean, I, I would suspect if it, if, if Man City made an announcement, then... There are kind of penalty clauses if he decides to just go. No, I'm after Real, but but do, do you see? Do
0: you see Real trying to to hijack this?
1: I'm I'm going to bet that they've asked about it at the very least
0: because I mean let's not forget Cristiano Ronaldo was supposed to have gone to City.
1: Yes, he was, uh, but frankly, I I am taking too much movement because Real. Again, are not signing any of the the galacticos they want. It's you know wh- who who are they going to sign to make them better? Because they have got a lot of aging parts in that side, and yes, they need the surgery on that. So, you know, yeah. how how long does Benzema last now? How you know Dave, David David Alba in the back four? They has looked. Pretty creaky at times. I mean, but
0: Vinicius Jr. is really good. Is he yes. carry is he
1: carry this team good? I don't think he is. Not at the moment, no, not from what I've seen. And you know, Luka Modric, my God, you know, how how long is he supposed to keep going? He's practically on a footballing Zimmer frame here. Yeah. You know, has he got some eternal youth potion? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: So uh, yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're, th- this will remain to be seen. I don't think the maybe the Holland drama is, is not over just yet because yeah, I mean Real did, did Madrid because Real Madrid don't really take getting disciplined down. I mean no, I mean
1: did you see the uh, the letter from the head of the Spanish FA? No. <laughs> yeah, it was, bloody worded tantrum, shall we say? Oh oh. <laughs> He does Mbappé not, not coming to us and going to PSG. It's bad for football. It's bad for, you know, the usual stuff, which might be true, but it's, you're going, yeah, it's sour grapes, man. It's just absolute bullshit. Uh, you know, when we're talking about bad for football,
0: Um, I was made aware, and I think I sent, and I know I sent this to you because you had to copy-paste the article to me because I don't pay for the athletic. Uh it looks like Brazil is looking to finally organize themselves a premier league as yeah, opposed now... to, as opposed to the, the, the Syria, ah, you know, the, the, the dual existence of the Syria, ah, and the, the, the state campeonatos.
1: Apparently so. Um, I say I, I am, I've only glanced over this article. So yeah. Um, I I think it's something they need to do. I know there's a logistical problem because of the sheer size of Brazil. But, you know, it it would kind of make sense to have just a national tournament as one of the last major nations without one.
0: I mean, Syria uh, does count, but it it seems it's not. The the model isn't great. And you know, well, at least according to, the, you know, from the point of view of of the club owners, but it's also the club owners of, like, you know, the owners of, like, you know, Palmeiras, Sao Paulo, Santos, Flamengo, uh, you know, Red Bull, whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, but, yeah, I, I guess this is going to be a watch the space kind of thing. Uh, Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, football going in, uh, I mean, Brazil of all countries, only now going under a, 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 uh, a reorganization. That's interesting. Yeah. Just interesting is, is the way I'd put it. So, so what's the space? Well, uh, we'll, 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 we'll keep an eye on this one because nothing's been set in stone just yet, but I know that uh, agreements have been made. Uh, two other bits of news I want to get into. Number one, I actually attended a match last weekend i went to the chicago fire and uh yeah and uh you know what they kind of (laughs) stink uh jordan shakiri by far the best player on the pitch for for chicago fire uh they lost uh two to one at soldier field against Uh, FC Cincinnati, both an own goal and a defensive calamity after just after equalizing for fire. Uh, yeah, not great. Um, as as I said, Jordan Shakiri by far the best player on the pitch for either team, but you know, one, one player cannot, uh, cannot really carry a team as we've determined
1: no all hail the power cube loving to bits but no he will not he cannot cube. we we did notice how small and boxy he is oh yeah absolutely <laughs> he's a boulder in motion i tell you Ooh. <laughs>
0: so anyway yeah i mean it was a fun time but yeah chicago fire they kind of stink and they, they, they are dead last in the east uh for a reason and uh, the reason is because they're not good. So, it turns <laughs> out. It turns out sometimes football is kind of honest in that in that respect. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, a, 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 as it would. Actually, they're dead last. If you actually look at the combined table, they are dead last. Uh, out of 28 teams. Ouch. In a
1: major city like Chicago, too.
0: Well, I mean, I... Chicago sports teams not doing good is
1: kind of a thing. <laughs>
0: you know?
1: Hey, I I, I have seen the Chicago Bears in action for decades. I know exactly
0: what you mean. And the Cubs, you know, barred 2016, the Cubs. I mean, the White Sox had that World Series in 2005, but, you know... (laughs) Way way back in the Mr. time, and then there are the Blackhawks too. But it turns out that 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 winning Blackhawks team is now there is now uh, overshadowed by uh, some sex scandals there. So
1: he's... oh yeah, the owners absolutely. Uh, Jesus Christ!
0: All right, I have one last announcement, which is uh, ordinarily I would like to end a run on uh, on an even number, but uh, this episode is actually going to be. Kind of our last episode, at least for the summer, until the summer is over. Um, I've already taken hiatus from my other podcasts, and I'm also not doing any uh, wrestling blogging right now either because I have some things coming up that I, I really need to concentrate on. So I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus. And you know what? Today being the ending day, is just as well because all, all the seasons are over. Now, I know that there's still a Champions League final to be played, Um we may or may not do a pod blast on it.
1: <laughs> if there are red ribbons, we're doing one.
0: <laughs> we may do one anyway, just because, but just to just to see it out. But um, there may be a pod blast coming next week about you know with the Champions League. Oh well, and you know the uh, the the championship playoff final.
1: Absolutely. Which it turns out,
0: I, I may not actually be able to watch because I may be in a hospital <laughs> with my son for his regular infusion. So unfortunately. That's the day I I can't get in any you know oh. I uh so uh, bad bad timing there but what can we do? But anyway, yeah, um, I I need to take a break and so this is going to be our last full episode at least through the summer, um you know and there's not really any real football going on because you know they fucked up the football calendar anyway. Oh yes. So, but that's a story for another day. That is a story for another day. And we've been beating that drum uh, pretty much the existence of this show. Absolutely. So, but uh, anyway, just want to let you all know that, you know, so, so, some little housekeeping. So uh, I'm sure John
1: appreciates the break too. Oh, uh, Carolyn would be the one who would preach the break. I'm good. I'm good to talk to you anytime, <laughs> in public or in private. <laughs> if,
0: if, if any of you out there want to pick us up and uh, as uh, and start paying us, we'll do a weekly show or even a, maybe a daily show. Hell, what the hell? Oh, hell
1: yeah!
0: <laughs> if you want to, if anybody out there wants to start paying us, uh, we will we will find time to to do this daily in our in, right. in our inimitable fashion. But uh with all that out of the way, John, do you have anything else you want to bring up?
1: I have nothing to say except the quadruple is no longer on to lead us into the second half. No, it of the show. is not.
0: No, it is not, and I'm calling your ass out for a couple ah, of things. In, in our next segment, please. I am calling your ass out for another th- okay. Right <laughs> there, buddy. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Coming up today's topic. The 2021-22 Premier League final grades of the season. John and Jeffrey give their final marks to every Premier League team. Please stay tuned.
1: Wicked and bad, man move.
0: Moving wicked and bad, put the money in the bag.
1: done bad. Put the run in the back. Rent on the rise. You can't afford it. Baby need new clothes. Told your lady that you'll sort it. In this line of work, if work is stolen, then you can't report it. Bridging through, you grab. Intercepted, bitch. I caught it. I'm just lucky that I caught it. I'm not trying to catch a case. Standing in the doctor the judge will fold a book all in my face. Break it down and move And we're back with the second half of episode sixty-nine, dude. Of the Busting Balls podcast. Today, for your entertainment, John and Jeffrey will dissect the good, the bad, and the Watford of the Premier League this season. Wow! Oh, yes. And today we go in alphabetical order on the teams because we love you and we want to give you some good stuff up front. Because we have not had a State of the Arsenal episode this year. And my God, Jeff has stuff to get off his chest. Jeff, do you want to make a start with this one?
0: (laughs) Okay, Arsenal have finished fifth this year. Um, They're up three places from last year. They finished eighth last year. Uh, they, um, They are back in Europe, in the Europa League. Um I I I very pointedly said at the beginning of the season I had no expectations for this team. And um this is going to lead into a bigger point here but you know 2 weeks ago we were all talking everybody was talking how Arsenal had everything in their hands you know they they, they could have they, you know the 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 North London Derby was not entirely a must-win because they still had a chance. There was talk about Arsenal possibly catching third. John, I'm calling your ass out for jinxing all this for mentioning St. Totteringham's Day, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Victory!
1: You (laughs) utter son of a
0: bitch. That's
1: my fourth part of my personal quadruple here. You, 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 you,
0: you, You stabbed us right in the back and jinxed it. And now Spurs (laughs) finished above us yet again. So we are now in year six
1: of No St. Totteringham's Day. Six. Uh, It's like something that never happened, as I said earlier.
0: (laughs) That being said, in in all seriousness, we are now two and a half years into the Mikel Arteta experiment. This was his second full season in charge. I have absolutely no idea who this Arsenal team is, what their identity is, and what their goal actually is. I have none. I, I, I don't know that this team is so streaky that you know you think they were bacon. You know it, it's it, it's you know, and I'm just gonna say fifth and a and, and, and a bunch of losing streaks at critical times was enough to see off Unai Emery as manager. And he's accomplished quite a bit since leaving Arsenal, it must be said. So, I I, I just, I, I don't know what how we could even, okay, so they improved this year. Yes, okay, great. Is it the improvement of a D over an F? Kind of feels like it. But, again, I had no expectations Going in because I didn't know what I I don't know what to expect from Arsenal Football Club anymore, and I mean is this the plateau that they're looking for or are we are they searching for something more? I have seen tweets today saying that the process is working, but is it though? Is the process working? I don't know if it is because for all the talk that you know people want to compare Mikel Arteta to Arsene Wenger, well. Here's the difference: Arsene Wenger actually had experience managing beforehand. He was at Monaco. He was at okay, sure, Nagoya Grampus Eight, but he still won things there. He he won things in those leagues, and I, I just okay. So to not take up too much more time on this, because I, I'm sure we can we can make this a 20 minute discussion
1: we could make it a full episode Uh, uh, oh my goodness
0: um i i guess if i had to assign a grade i'll give them a b minus because i didn't really have any expectations and they did improve and i will note that you know most of the top six last year i failed all of them because they were part of the because they all went in for the super league in fact all of the top six the same top six in fact Yep. Well, no, I take that back. No, there wasn't all the time top six because Spurs were in seventh and Arsenal was in eighth. So, But you, you get my drift. Um, and, and I failed all of them last year because of, uh, of the Super League stuff. There wasn't that this year, so I had to assign an actual grade. I, I guess a B-minus because I, I didn't have any expectations. I don't know what to expect. I still don't know what to expect. On the job they did, yeah, again, they improved, but is it the difference between – a D minus and an F plus, you know, what is that the difference? I don't know. I just don't know. So B minus on, I guess the work and there's, there's positives there, but do I see this team ever? I mean, do I see anything tangible coming from this? No, not right now. I
1: do not. I do not. Nice. This is the kind of thing I was hoping for to start with. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I cannot disagree with most of that. The thing is, Arteta, you can see that there have been at least incremental improvements each year, even if it's just your points tallies. Arsenal are visibly moving, moving forward, and with still that same systematic issue of if they lose a game, they appear to be knocked off their stride for weeks. You know, as you said, streaking than bacon. They, you know, they lose three or four games, and including games they shouldn't be losing. And, right, and
0: that, I mean, yeah. okay, fine, okay, yeah, we lost the North London derby, okay, I always yeah. saw there was a chance of that, we should not have been losing to Newcastle, and I will fucking blame Ben White for that, that was all him, yeah. he fucked it up.
1: Oh, oh the, the, the yeah, I, I'm still loving the uh, the shot of Ben Ben White taking the piss out of Tacky Menomino after the first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final, where he's pointing and laughing at Tacky. What you're doing now, brother? You know, um, but yeah, I, I, th- there are a lot of good young players coming through here as well. It's impossible. It, it's really lovely to see Bakayo Saka in particular after the, you know, after the Euro penalties. Seeing him come back and have a good season like he's had, brilliant. But, you know, is the Eddie and catcher situation? Is he's is his contract up? I think. Yep. Yeah. So you know, you're going to lose a good young player there. What's going on? He's he's got he's got. Decent performances out of Granite Jaka for God's sake, you know, and that's something I never well, thought. I'd well, say. he needs to go. They're not great.
0: He, he needs to go. I, that's great. all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, th- they need that step forward into the top four. It's only so long you can go along with, you know, trust the process, trust this big long plan. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. the whole thing.
1: What? But what is the? What is the plan? Is what I
0: don't get. What is the plan? What is the process? The process. I, ha- I think- the process has to eventually lead to something.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's been Man City, said, and you're you. Know, you you can't compete with Man City with uh, you know with Chelsea. Well, maybe with Chelsea now, yeah. But you can't compete with the very top clubs and the very top talent. And to be fair, that's not really the way Arsenal worked. But there's that issue, and this is again something you repeatedly put me through a season. Who scores the goals? What, what, what struck it? Because, you you know, Martinelli is a fantastic player, but he hasn't hit the goal-scoring streak yet. Saka, fantastic player. But, you know, he's not currently a 20-goal season man. Yeah, Who scores the goal? Yeah, before? Arteta
0: hasn't bought a striker yet in, in, what is it, five or six transfer windows? Uh, five, I guess. Five transfer I, I mean, windows. He has not bought uh, a striker.
1: That's taking the pep influence to piss-taking levels, let's face it. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, he's so, going to he's
0: gonna have to get one this season, no matter what, yeah. because we've already lost. We gave away Yang, and Kedia may not be sticking around. Lacazette may not be sticking around.
1: Yep. And, so,
0: yeah, uh, time's up, Pe- uh,
1: Pep. Time's up, Mikel. Buy a strike. up, <laughs> yeah. Pep. That would be a dream. But, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you know, signs up like Nicholas Pepe, who is a potentially great player, but for that money – are you really getting anything for him? It, there needs to be a kind of holistic thing. You know, The director of football and the manager working hand-in-hand, I don't quite see that yet. It's getting there, but it's not quite so kind of a B for me, I think, for Arsenal this year. Okay, fair. fair. All righty. And then we'll move on to Aston Villa, who I would say, <laughs> I'd love to say today was their season in my cousin but isn't quite... They lost Dean Smith at the start of the season because Dean Smith, who is a really significant uh, figure in Villa's history now, because he managed to get them back up into the Premiership when they'd been, you know, struggling around in the Championship. So, um, you know, great for him, but he didn't seem to have the answers when they were struggling here in the season. Um, So obviously they got Stephen Gerrard in. What sort of job has Stephen Gerrard done? It's okay. You love the ambition of getting someone like Coutinho in and signing him on a permanent deal. And, you know, a brilliant player, as we saw today. But, you know, they weren't that particularly high in the table compared to anyone else. The the points total wasn't particularly outstanding. It's kind of a, you know, I I know Gerrard's had, what, three quarters of a season, but this is kind of, I, I can only give it a kind of a hold, holding break because I still can't get quite a handle on what they're doing. So I'm, I'm going with a C here, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair too. I'll, I'll give them even a C. plus. They did start off hotter under Steven Gerrard, and goddammit, they were so close today. But for oh, five, five minutes of madness, five minutes of madness after subbing off Philip Coutinho, and yeah. they fell apart. They Are fell we apart. saying
1: Gerrard slipped again?
0: You know, I think that's pretty. I, I think that's a pretty fair assessment <laughs> that, <laughs> that Gerard slipped again. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I, I, I'm glad to see you're taking this in good humor, especially since I, I think you said that uh, Villa is your, your 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 father's team.
1: Yeah, because I, I was sat in the living room with him today. You know, with the big TV he had Man City on, and we, we had the laptop with Liverpool and Wolves on it. So,
0: man. So uh, yeah, you know what? A C plus I think is fair, um, especially after the start they had earlier you know, under Dean Smith. You know they got they got back there, but they didn't really achieve much of anything,
1: did they? No, no, that's what I'm thinking. So, so yeah, yeah.
0: will well, yeah, I think that that that's it's resolutely fair. I think a, a C plus for Aston Villa. Uh, up next, Brentford, who started off as one of the se- stories of the season. And really, as being the only promoted club to stay up, excuse me, sorry, especially after the, um, especially after this being their first season in the top flight since 1948, and they managed to stay up. Uh my one question is: Why is Thomas Frank not in the manager of the season conversation as well? He well, he
1: is in the manager of the year award,
0: is he? He is, yeah. Okay, um, good because I I think he probably deserves it to be honest for the job that yeah. he did in uh, at, at Brentford. And yeah, I, I, I have two
1: here, <laughs> two contenders for manager of the season, not from the, the big clubs.
0: Right. So, okay, yeah. You know what? I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give Brentford an A minus because you know what? That they, they, they played exciting football. Yeah, they didn't get quite the results that they did. As they did in the championship last season,
1: never going to happen though.
0: But you know what? That they they, they, they they took some scalps regardless, and you know what? I I, I got to give them credit for that. So yeah, a a minus to me for for uh, for Brentford.
1: Yeah, I mean we played them early in the season. They you know they took three point offs, and that was absolutely deserved because it was a fantastic game of football. You know, <laughs> maybe not a result, of one, but absolutely Brentford they. They were the one promoted side who didn't go into their shell, who actually looked to attack to score goals. You know, your, your old is it old Arsenal boy Sergio Canos? Was he was he Arsenal? I am trying uh, to remember. I don't. Re- I don't. Think I don't. So. I, I can't remember. Yeah, he, he had a terrific season until he got sent off at the end today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Thomas Frank absolutely maximised the resources he had, and one of the great stories is they're bringing Christian Eriksen back into club football. Oh, yes, yes. I should
0: have mentioned that one.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But absolutely. They're, they're a fun side to watch. You know, they've got good players and they've got players who are unafraid to call out any racist chance on them. I think we've seen this last week, uh, particularly Ivan Tony, if, if I can uh, <laughs> drop the name that I remember. So, yeah. A minus a- was exactly the grade I had on Brentford as well. And, you know, Thomas Frank in the conversation, one of my two candidates for manager of the year. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So wait, wait, I'm sorry. What was your final grade on that? Uh, a minus as well. All right. I had an A minus down on that. Right So on. Yeah. So we are up to Brighton. So, yeah, um, again, Brighton. The underground part, again, they play some really good football. They are a tough match, whoever they play. Um, the only real flaw they have is that they maybe don't score the goals that their approach play you'd, see, you'd think would deserve. So, you know, again, aside, if they had a, a striker who could score 15, 20 goals would be prob- may- in contention for the European players at least. But again, aside that has maximised resources, I think Marco Corral had a fantastic season and one of the best haircuts in the Premiership. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, top half of this, uh, the table in the end as well. So yeah, I, I'm going with a B plus for Brighton. Yeah, you know, I'm just
0: going to go with a solid with a with a solid B on them. Um, I, I, I liked uh, Cucurella for them. Yeah, he, he, he's yeah. A, he's a bit of a bastard, but you know what? He 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 did the job when he had to, and um, yeah, so yeah, Brighton. I don't think anybody really expected much out of them, and uh, they and that's kind of what they delivered but also I, I thought that they did just fine. I think they yeah. they did just fine. I think they 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 deservedly stayed in the Premier League and uh yeah. So yeah, I, I, a solid B for me for uh, for Brighton and Hove Albion on that one. Uh up next Burnley. Oh, this is going to be a oh. fun one. Um, you know what? Uh Burnley were not great and I, I, they're going to get a D minus from me because they, they did get relegated. So uh, obviously they 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 didn't do do stellar. Um, I also think that it was a dumb move to. Uh, I I thought it was a dumb move to fire Sean Dice when they did. I, I I don't see the value in that, and that the fact that they got relegated kind of confirms that for me. I mean, not not that we are, you know, not that we are big fans of Sean Dyche around these parts. But I mean, let let us let, look at it logically. What what did what
1: purpose did this serve? Ultimately, well, the form did pick up after they sacked Dyche. To be fair, um, but, true. Yeah, but from my understanding, this is not a good position for Burnley because under the terms of the. Agreement they were bought out with that they have one of these, uh, you know, these takeovers which load all the debt for the takeover onto the club, and a large part of that is now due for repayment because they've got relegated. So, yeah, so they may not come straight back up. It's going to be whoever goes in there has a tough job for you know, for all we've taken the piss out of Sean Dyson here for him to keep Burnley up for so long with those resources to. Keep them competitive in the division, wasn't like, Well, that it's outstanding. You know, we, you might not like the way he did it, but he man, he had he made Burnley a hell of a place to go for anybody. So yeah, I I mean I could the only just went down. So I I can't find it in my heart to give them the same as uh, <coughs> certain clubs. I'm going to give them, but I'm, I'm going to go with a D because yeah, they they, they were not particularly great at any time bar a little patch of form
0: yeah i mean yeah they, they, they were not they were not thrilling to watch let's just put it that way no not at all
1: okay next up we have the for another week european champions chelsea football club mm. now this this one it, it's kind of a it's almost a difficult one to kind of say what they have. Because they, they had, you know, aspirations to be up with Liverpool, and Man City. And, yeah, you know, they, they want to kick on after that European Cup. And they did put in, you know, two cup finals. They went to penalty shoes in both of them. And, you know, they did all in the credit column. But they were 18 points off second place. They were way, way off where they'd want to be with, with Liverpool and Man City. And I know Liverpool and Man City are setting standards, it is near impossible to match. But you know, this is what the reason they spent, what's it, 90 million on Romelu Lukaku at the start of the season? And they didn't seem to know where to fit him into the into the team at all. So yeah, I, I'm kind of gone for a C plus, and I, I think I'm being slightly ungenerous to Tupac here. They're they're a good side but they don't, at the crucial time, they don't seem to score the goals they should. So, you know, almost like Brighton the problem on a bigger scale. So, yeah, C plus and, you know... It's been one of the joys of the season to watch them fall apart financially with the Brown-Rich thing and the takeover. So, you know, they may only be here for another two two weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, Chelsea, yeah, the the whole situation with Abramovich and being forced to sell and still have not yet sold. And sorry, my dogs are having a a time right now. Um, They are... um, yeah, it, it, it's one of those situations where it's almost impossible to grade them on this because they had such an extraordinary just an absolute it's extraordinary set of circumstances took place here. Uh and you could tell at the beginning, you know, a, a, as the weeks went on, it it just it, you could see them de- you could see them declining. But that being said, they still have it, it, Lukaku is the obvious one that died on the vine for them this season. But, I mean, let's also look at Christian Pulisic, who I, I, I've heard multiple pundits say that Christian Pulisic, if he wants to be the superstar that everybody thinks he can be, he needs to leave Chelsea.
1: Yeah, he had a lot of injuries this year, didn't he, yeah, Well, Well, um, that,
0: too. But also, Timo Werner, Kai yeah. Havertz, they, those were big money signings last season from the Bundesliga they didn't really catch fire and they still kinda haven't.
1: I think H- Havertz has had a decent season, you know. Not not a like like the world up thing, but yeah, he's been okay. But the thing is, Chelsea with a Bramwich going, they ain't gonna have room for those mistakes now. No, they're not. And yeah, I yeah, I mean, there's just such
0: a I don't know. Okay, so again, much like with Arsenal, I had to take at, at face value, this is how they did. They get a C because they, they they get a C for me because they really should have done more, and should have yeah, built they'd... up. They should have built up that they they, they should have built up that uh, you know that 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 Champions League win, and they and they had time to do it because the invasion of uh, of the Ukraine happened what late March right late March yeah. beginning of April there was we we were in there were seven months before that financial restriction was placed on them yep. and, and everything
1: else. They had time. They, they, yeah, they, they, sh- they haven't left anything off that financial restriction. I think the only thing they, um, Rudiger is off to Real Madrid. That's the only one I, I think that might be affected. Right. And then, yeah. And again, they, they made two
0: cup finals, both against Liverpool, both, both losing on, cha- on, uh, on penalties. Yeah. You know, they, they, they fell apart against Real Madrid in the Champions League semifinals.
1: This might be a recurring theme.
0: Chelsea had a Chelsea had that quarter game, uh, quarterfinals. Excuse me, you're right. Quarterfinals. Chelsea had that game, had that series one, and they threw it away.
1: Yeah, they they lost that first leg, but and but, but then, they but they had the series one,
0: and they tossed yeah. it, and they had a yeah. one at the Bernabeu at that.
1: Yeah, and and again, yeah. Ah, it's been that's been fun <laughs> watching other clubs get their their uh, grudges against Madrid coming up. <laughs> so yeah, they they get a C
0: for me ultimately, but it, it, it's a C with an asterisk because there is just we we have no idea what's what the future is for this club. We absolutely we, we do not know.
1: We don't know what it's going to look like in September. Or,
0: we, don't even, or... we don't we don't even know. I mean, uh, so let me ask you this: next season comes around, remember? Uh, the, you know, we we hit August. Next season comes around. Roman Romovich is still owner. What happens? Well,
1: well the government doesn't only get, has them a license to operate until the thirty first of March. So, if that happens, I would imagine Chelsea would not have a license to play football.
0: So, so, so thirty first of March, twenty twenty three. You mean?
1: Oh, yeah. No, 31st of May. Sorry, uh, that's so the end of this month for a takeover
0: because oh. oh, that
1: shit. Ends, I believe their initial takeover has fallen through over little something Abramovich has asked for. So I don't know. So they <laughs> may not
0: be li- So they may get wound up. So they may get wound up. Now, what is? It? We don't know.
1: <laughs> it's simple as that.
0: Watch the space, folks. Watch the space. Yeah. There may be a special pod blast coming later this summer, you know, in the midst of my hiatus to to cover all this. Kelsey in
1: memoriam.
0: <laughs> you know. Up next, another London club, uh Crystal Palace. Boy, they started off higher than they ended, didn't they? For a while we were we were thinking Patrick Vieira was a manager of the year candidate and they they kind of fell off, didn't they? Um so you know what i'm still gonna give them i'm gonna give them a b minus though because they 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 certainly looked a better side i don't know if they uh let's see here they uh let me get their final position here because you know i am the i'm a professional and i have the table up of course i do and last year right i'm a pro (laughs) i'm a pro well you know what they ended in 12th they were in 14th last season that's definitely an improvement not much of one, but it's an improvement. So, you know, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll just give them, yeah, I'll give them a, uh, I'll give them a B minus. Uh, I think Patrick Vieira could build something from this eventually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I went the other side of the B and I went for a B plus. Yeah. They might not finish well. But I think you've got to look at where Patrick Vieira came in. He came in with a lot of expired contracts in that squad. He had that club. He he had players who didn't play, they played hodgeball, you know, Roy Hodgins kind of football. Four big men at the back, punt it long and hope that Will Zaha makes something happen. It's it can they can work, it can keep you in the Premier League. Well <laughs> but he made them a good side to watch. You know, it was not last year. We played Palace twice last year. Easy. This year, far more difficult side to play for. They are a much better side. Even if the improvement right now is only incremental, so I I still have Patrick Vera in as a manager of the year candidate because I think he deserves it. For you know, he he never complained about coming in and going. I've been left shit. I've been left this. I've been left that. Came in, got them playing the way he wanted. Got everyone on the same lines, and you know they were. It's not like they were never in danger of going down anywhere near it. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm quite happy with with a B plus. You know, if, if it hadn't been for that collapse against Everton, that we'd have been talking a top half side. Fair. And speaking of Everton, speaking of Everton, oh my god, what a shit show this club is. I'm I'm not going to blame it on any particular person on the footballing side. They have spent a shit ton of money since Fashid Mahiri took over. They've had a lot of promises. And all they have done is sink down the table. You know, the start of the season, you're looking at Rafa Benitez as an appointment. You're going, yeah, yeah, he, could, he is a decent appointment. But from the start, you've got the bitterness of, you know, from his spell at Liverpool there. He, wasn't, he, he was never going to get any kind of, you know, grace when things started to go wrong. And, you know, I, I don't think particularly he ended up being a good fit there. But Frank Lampard comes in, and I know a lot of um, a lot of football journalists are going. He did such a great job in rescuing them. He had them in the relegations at one point. You know, he he got them in sixteenth, and he took them all the way up to the dizzy heights of sixteenth. I think they still ended up in sixteenth, didn't Let me double check. And they didn't fall on last day. Yeah, they did. yeah, but yeah, then, they, yeah, they yeah,
0: yeah they're in sixteenth. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you know, and, and you know, they they brought young players like Gordon, and he now has a reputation as a diver, given all the other cards he has frankly, Rickarlison is, he, he's one of these guys who who plays with a chip on his shoulder, but frankly, he plays with lead in his boots at times, I think, because, you know, it, one of the recurring themes of the season would be my, me and my dad going, what does he bring to us, you know? It, it's, he's supposed to be the star striker of theirs and he's good, but he's not great. And still, I I yeah, I, I mean, it's just such a badly run club and, I, you know, I don't think Lampard's a manager to improve them over the summer, particularly, particularly with not like to be getting a huge amount of significant improvements there. So, you know, I've got to give them a D minus because Everton with the resources, with the wages they can afford, they should be, you know, upper mid, you know, up mid table at the very worst.
0: Yeah. Uh, Frank Lampard. It has to be said is not a good manager of football i i we have to absolutely. say it he, he is not a good manager this is his third club and this is the best he can do you know the, 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 this is what he could do yeah he i i think he got lucky beating crystal palace on thursday to, to he keep did. him up totally. I, I think he got lucky and i'm so also absolutely fucking pissed about one of their players stomping on uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu's face and nothing happening with it.
1: Although you know? we should we should mention the highlight of Everton season in their two nil loss at Ampere when they decided that the ball we should have all the ball when Jordan Pickford had fallen down on the ball to time waste in about the first half hour and given a cheeky wink. Allison catches the ball in the last minute, falls to his knees and does the same. Yeah, and yeah, and frankly, that was just karmic justice. But
0: I would say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Everton get a get a D minus from me as well. They 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 stink this year. They, they, they were just not good. Also, not good. Much to our chagrin, Leeds United. That yeah, Bielsa ball finally caught up with him, and that team was run. That team was run down from the start of the season. Yeah,
1: they
0: they, 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 they were run down and ragged. Um. Credit to Jesse Marsh, you know, who didn't really succeed at Leipzig, but he kept up Leeds. So, hey, good job. And you know what? The fans seem to be taking to him. But, yeah, this is all I can say is that Leeds, yeah, they they, they really they, – they, they were nowhere close to being the, uh, the exciting threat that they were uh, last season. So, yeah, I, I'm just going to give uh, Lester – I'm just going to give uh, Lester I'm going to give Leeds United a, uh, a, a D as well because they did show improvement under Jesse Marsh, only barely.
1: Yeah. I I, I think a lot of this is the, a lot of their system to work. It depends on Patrick Bamford, and he was out for long stretches of he that. Was, he was. He
0: was. It's true. But you know what? And I'll tell you what, Bielsa ball was exciting when it worked,
1: but. It, it's the same story. It's, you know, Bielsa teams. Whether it, you know, whether it be through players moving on or just through the, the efforts catching up with them, they do tend to fall away unless there are a lot of replacements in. And I I love Bielsa, but you, but yeah, there, there was no way he was going to make an import an, an improvement there. And you know, I th- I think Rafinha was one of the few bright lights in there. He was an absolute pleasure to watch, and he could come up with important goals as he did today. Um, but I I was kind of being generous and going a C minus for the way they they actually rescue themselves at the end of it.
0: You know what? That's fair. That's fair. I can see that.
1: Okay. and Moving on to the end of the first half of the Premier League, we have Leicester City. And it kind of – this season for me, they they kind of stood still. I I think they're still too reliant on Vardy. And if he's unfit or out of form – they look awful. I, I don't see what Brendan Rodgers did to kind of improve them season on season. You know, James, James Madison was an absolute high point um, of the season, which had an absolutely superb um, end to the year. But yeah, they're kind of upper mid table, never really particularly challenging, you know, for the European spots, but never particularly looking like they were going to sink any lower. So you know it's it's a middle and grade from me so I'm going to go with
0: a C. Yeah, I'm going to go with a C and I'm going to uh, I'm going to caveat this with there is no way Brendan Rodgers can remain manager at Leicester City right now because they have stagnated this year. Yeah. And all, especially with all the big shit that they talked at the beginning of the season and Brendan Rodgers is a, is above an eighth place finish. Let's be honest. Be. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he nearly got Liverpool the title as manager. He won several titles at Celtic. What what is he doing at Leicester City? What 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 is he doing?
1: Picking up a good wage packet. Yeah.
0: Besides that, I mean, I could call this karma for the way he left. For the way he left Celtic, but you know, <laughs> but. Uh, no, seriously. I mean, they 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 fell to they 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 fell from fifth to eighth between seasons. I mean, I, essentially, them and Arsenal swap places this year. <laughs> yeah, it turns <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna give them just a, a a middling C. And again, yeah, I I don't see how how Brendan Rodgers stays in this position at this point. Not at all. So yeah, no, I, no. I I think they maybe need to think about. Looking elsewhere for for the answer to their to their managerial woes, if they uh, if if they actually want to maybe have a chance at repeating what they did in in 2016. So
1: yeah.
0: so hey, John, how's that quad doing? Hey, <laughs> I knew this shit was coming. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We, we're talking about Brendan Rodgers talking big shit. <laughs> how, how, how's that quadruple going? Well,
1: I'm interested to hear your views first here, my man. I, oh, I will kill up okay, to this.
0: So, first of all, uh, I'm just going to point out that the league table, as it stands right now, is the exact same as it was to end a 2018-2019 season, and including with Liverpool losing by one point. So... Liverpool gets an A for me just on this basis alone because they were and they were one of the most exciting things to watch in football in, in, entirely. So, despite all your 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 your, your bleedings about the quadruple, uh, we still have a Champions League final to play, which technically should not enter into the in, enter into this grade, but. My my biggest question for you is, if if Real Madrid do win their what fourteenth European you know European Cup, yeah. yep, and, and and Liverpool only has to has only come away with both the league and FA Cups, does that make this a a failure of a season in in in, in your eyes?
1: Can I just use a two word phrases like that? Hell no. Okay, fair. Okay, because let me take it back. You you look at the start of the season. There is a prediction side that the BBC pundits did. None of them put Liverpool, I think, higher than fourth. They all had, you know, they're going Chelsea, the European champions. They're going to kick on. Solskjaer had Man United second. They're going to, you know, they're going to (laughs) challenge. Oh, boy. (laughs) What the pundit was judging on was that patch of last season – where we had, I think we were, by the end of the season, down to our seventh and eighth choice central defenders, and that included converted midfielders being on the sidelines. Yeah, so no no pundit particularly expected the season we've had from Liverpool this year. And, you know, if it was on the first half of the season, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd have been borderline, you know, B plus A minus, because we did drop some stupid points. But the second half of this season oh my lord, you know, I think the only game we have lost this year was a second leg to Inter, when frankly we battered them for 90 minutes and should have beaten them. Um, The only game we shouldn't have won, you know, that really gave us a real problem was the Spurs game. Um, You know, because Spurs came in, defended deep, played well. That that was the game, I think, that turned the tide to City.
0: Yes, but then City did drop
1: points the week after. But But Liverpool couldn't capitalize sufficiently. We we dropped two points the whole. We dropped four points this year, dude. Four points this second half of the season. City don't leave you. We were but But those four points were enough. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, that's how
0: slim the margin was here. Oh, it's totally. I mean, the the thing. When we're talking,
1: it, man, if, if, we try, if
0: we hadn't lost to Newcastle, we'd be talking Saint tottingham's Day right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, but you're looking at if if the referee gets a decision right against um, for your guys against City, if Rodri gets penalised for his handball, you know. Yeah. Well. Talking, yeah, you know, if if again in our game, if uh, Paul Tierney gets the decisions right at Spurs, like sending Harry Kane off for absolutely blatant red. Or if the referee is asking again, the point is City and Liverpool. I think they are so well matched. What separates them at the end of the season are the little bits that you can't control because they both are absolutely relentless winning machines. You know, if they if they are on their on their day, go home. <laughs> you know, give us a good game. But but ultimately, you're gonna have to. These are two of the best sides I've ever seen. You know. And we can say Liverpool didn't win the title. You know, they put up 92 points. You know, that's I think that's been beaten into a City that, City three times, Liverpool beaten it twice, Chelsea twice, I think. So, you know, eight, one of the, the eight best points totals in English football history. It's it's an, you know, it's more points than any Man United side has ever put up, even in their dominant pace. It's more than the Invincibles put up, my God, you know? But, so, you know, I cannot, you know, you, you can't criticise a side that sticks up 92 points on a season. And, you know, just because there is an absolute sports watching Behemoth ahead of them, just, you know, we, we saw it today, that City were, you know, what, 10, 15 minutes away from blowing it? But, you know, it, it, this this happens. But you're talking 92 points and making every final it was possible for Liverpool to make this year. It's it's been an incredible season. It's, you know, I I would have sworn I would never see a better footballing side than the one I had with um, Peter Beersley with John Barnes. But my God, this team, it's an absolute machine. It's a joy to watch. It's got, frankly... You know, if, if you're trying to talk a Liverpool all-time greatest 11 and there are some genuinely magnificent players, you know, you're talking there, is, there are seven or eight players in here with a shot at being in that 11. And Thiago Silva this season, my God, pure footballing filth. Some of those no-look passes. Oh, it, it's been an absolute joy. I, You know, it might be evoking a, a with my heart, even if we lose next week, I am still giving this side an A plus because they are the kind of side that make you fall in love with football all over again. Okay,
0: and with that, the team that overtook them by one point once yeah. again,
1: Manchester City. Again, if, you know, if I I'm, I'm inclined to just give them an A minus. Because, you, you, you know, they, they achieved their, they, they won the title. But really, winning the title, you know, putting up 90 points, that's, that's regular for City. That's normality for them, apart from, you know, that covid affected season where everyone was down. But they, they, this is kind of, you know, this is kind of the basic expectation for City. They are a, they're a wonderful team. You know, they, they are not maybe the most exciting to watch because just the way they just relentless you know, they're almost a machine. But City will always have this chip on their shoulder, and I know maybe we shouldn't take it into it about the Champions League, and that last min- that that collapse against Real Madrid, I think will mar the season for them. I think today was you saw Pep at the end of it; it's almost a redemption for him in a way because the most important game of the season, they lost that in two in you know five minutes of madness. I, so yeah, I, I mean, absolutely A, B, uh, you know, and it would be a straight A if you, if they just won the league. But I, they, I think they want more. And you, I, you kind of, the problem with judging City is, that, you know, as, as a result, as a club with resources, they're a different level to everyone else. You know, as we've seen with this, the signing of Harland, it's going to be a nightmare to stop that side next year if he actually if he remotely fits in. So. Yeah, it, it, it's an it's an A minus because I don't think they are quite where they want to be themselves. You know, I, I I'm going to give
0: them a, a a solid A for this, but I mean, yeah, that that their own collapse against Real Madrid looms large over them. They still are not able to win the Champions League. But hmm. overall, I mean, they 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 outlasted everyone. I mean, they had the, I mean, they the, the, they outlasted everybody on on this point. Uh, yeah. In, in this, and one point was the difference, and that's sometimes. I mean, that that comeback today was it was two thousand, it was twenty twelve level miraculous. You know, it was. I wouldn't quite go
1: that far, uh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was it it was a really good kind of hit back after after the setback they had today. Coming back like that was a hell of a performance. I got to say, bastards.
0: <laughs> but I mean, that that being said, yeah, they get an A for me. Um, their inability to win the Champions League is still a huge question mark for them, though. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and we'll see if you know, if they do, in fact, get to. Uh, have Erling brot Holland, I guess we well, I guess we're going to find out, aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Next up, Manchester United, who fell oh, from yeah, second man. to sixth. Uh, I'm going to point out to the, for the doofus who uh, wanted to still slander Arsenal in, in favor of United uh, that I saw on Twitter. Yeah, 11 points, my guy. 11 point gap between United and Arsenal. And you know what, depending on what happens with Chelsea, hell, we still may be in the Champions League next year, my guys. So. <laughs> I'm not counting on it, mind you, but you know. Um, you know what? I was the guy at the beginning of the season who said maybe we shouldn't count out Man U because they did sign Cristiano Ronaldo. They were successfully able to hijack that transfer. Uh, this Manchester United side absolutely stinks. <laughs> um, Solskjaer, I don't think the problem was with Solskjaer necessarily, and Ralph Rognick was not the guy. And now suddenly he is no—I don't even think he's in the picture anymore. I—I—I I, I, I thought I remember hearing that he was going to be, you know, a director of football type type yes. role, and I don't even think he's doing that now. The way
1: his manager was it? That, is this? Yeah, the a, way
0: the way he's become persona non grata. At Man U is nothing short of uh, of amazing, but um, yeah, I mean, good luck to Eric Ten Hag because I'm sorry this team. St- now I I do know that United ha- did have a you know some some issues to deal with. Um, I can't even remember the guy's name that we even talked about. Mason Greenwood. Yeah, I mean they they did have to, oh, they did have yeah. to deal with the Mason Greenwood situation. Which, uh, gee, I, you know, what I have not heard any um, updates on that situation either. No,
1: I, I don't believe there have been any publicly, and you know, if there's a trial to rents course, absolutely shouldn't be.
0: But yeah, I mean, the, yeah, right now there's yeah there's no updates about Mason Greenwood. Uh, I mean, he, he's I mean, he is definitely not going to be part of the club's future. I I, I think it's safe to say that. Uh, the way that that man you publicly disowned him, but that did affect their their team, obviously. Not that I'm going to be, you know, too upset about that part. I mean, but also, you know, considering who else they have on their squad, you know, that's kind of, you know, maybe a little hypocritical on their part, too. Um, but that being all that being said, I mean, y- you have a side with Cristiano Ronaldo and you finish six. Even Juventus last season did better than that. <laughs> So, yeah, uh Manchester United get a D-plus from me.
1: Frankly, my friend, I, I would think you have been overly generous there. I, I think that the record show back when they signed Cristiano Ronaldo, I was, yeah, he'll score goals. He does not fit that side. Cristiano Ronaldo was, like Paul Pogba back five years ago, was a vanity signing for United. He was signed just, you know, Pogba was signed because they couldn't get you know, they they lost him on a free uh, what was it, five years before to UBay and their ego wanted him back, and they're going to lose him again on a free five years later, it's history repeating itself. Ronaldo yeah, I mean God, you wouldn't wish what happened to him and his wife on anyone That much is true, uh, uh, yes correct. So, yeah you know, Cristiano Ronaldo did did the job he was hardball. There was no problem. It's the thinking. It was that no one worked out how he should be integrating a team. And you've seen, you know, Marcus Rashford drop off. You know, um, Anthony Alanga, I, I don't see why they play him because he is not a particularly good player. Bruno Fernandes' effectiveness has almost completely gone. Harry Maguire is a one-man comedy act in central defense. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, Harry Maguire is captain, it, it, yeah, that that blew up in their face,
1: yeah.
0: and blew up in their face. David De Gea you know, a... so, Sorry, my guy. I I, I have a, a a few friends who listen to this show who are United fans, but I, I I'm sorry, this team was awful this season. Yeah,
1: and I, I think David De Gea, he he is. I have the same problem with him as I had with Shea Given back in the day. They they can stop shots brilliantly, but the deficiencies of their game, you know, Davide Gea, he doesn't come out and claim crosses particularly well. His kicking is awful. So you have to have a team that defends deep. And at that point, teams like Man City and Liverpool will absolutely kill you. Liverpool, my God, 9-0 aggregate against United this year. If, if, if man you're Manchester United, that that is scandalous. If it, if you're yeah, if you're married like this year, you are you know burn it all down and start again. Because I, I would agree that Eric Ten Hag need, needs a lot of luck because the club still has issues to sort behind the scenes. Even if Ed Woodward is gone, so yeah, um, I mean this was United's you know, chickens coming home to roost. They they almost went too hard on last year. You know when say, Liverpool had injuries, when Chelsea. Had Frank Lampard in charge, they they had a nice sort of confidence, time and they got a lot of fortune in the games they won. You know, with with penalties, the number of penalties they had was off the charts, for instance. But this year, it kind of all bit them in the ass. And and the worst thing I think watching a United side this year under Ranić in particular, there was no fight there whatsoever. From the look of it, there was no pride in the in that shirt. And that's the minimum. That hard work is the minimum you should want. My God, can you imagine what Alex Ferguson was there watching it? I mean, <laughs> frankly, the, the, the fact that the streaky
0: Arsenal team managed to, to 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 roast them, yes, says it all. To
1: be honest, yeah. I on, honestly, I it got to the point where I, as a Liverpool fan who'd endured, you know, the Ferguson era, twenty five years of relentless league titles. Oh my God. It, uh, you know, uh, all the joy I feel about being up when they're down, when we're 34 points ahead of them, I believe it was, I felt sorry for the Man United fans because there are some good and honorable Man United fans out there to go with the who are in every single fan thing. So I cannot possibly give Man United anything other than a D And if I could give ungraded, I would give ungraded. You know, it, this is a very
0: hard side to despise. You know, <laughs>
1: It's just so bad by the standards.
0: I mean, yeah, it's a hard team. They're a hard team to despise at this point. Like we, like you and I, I'm sure used to back in the back in the day, back in those heady days of the 1990s and 2000s. But um, you know, it's just the 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 way that the uh, the way that the Glazers have just absolutely mismanaged this club. Well, I mean, they're a model for the Cronkies, obviously, but, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Moving on. Uh, oh, hey, yeah. here's a team with some, some some new money, some new blood money at that. Newcastle yeah. United.
1: This is, yeah, again, it's a difficult one to grade. The first half of this season, again, it's a D minus because, let's face it, Steve Bruce, oh, my Lord, why is he still managing the Premiership in the year of our Lord 2022? He was, yeah. I mean, yeah. Eddie Howe, once he got his feet on the tape, once he signed, he had vastly improved them. So you know, if I was going to grade them, I, I'd, uh, normally I'd give them a B minus. But it's another sports washing club. It's an, it's just more money that's going, to, you know, giving a club a fast express a top. And don't get me wrong, I have good friends who are devoted Newcastle fans, oh, and don't worry, I hope they do it. But I I am still giving them a C minus on an average of D minus for morality and B minus for achievement.
0: You know, I do. Do we buy Eddie Howe as a manager of the year candidate? Nope. I, I, I don't buy it. And you know what? I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see next season when they actually have a full transfer window to throw the money around. They're yeah. already not getting Mbappe. They're already not getting Holland. What What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? And and, and furthermore, yeah, this is sports washing at its finest. That said, they went from bottom of the table to eleventh. That there, there's something worth talking about there. That they, they, they did achieve on the pitch. Um, they didn't win anything except you know another season in the Premier League when they at one point looked like they were going to be the richest club in the championship next season. Um so yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna give them I you know, I'm gonna give them a a, a a solid C on the job. I mean good job for staying up. As much money as they have, they should have stayed up. Um yeah. and you know, I I think we're gonna see what Eddie is really made of next season. Uh up next, Norwich City uh relegated so hard this club is amazing. They win the championship regularly, and then they just get washed in the Premier League. Consistently get just get washed. Uh, Timu Puki, you're better than this man. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, I mean, what what, what I mean, I what can I say? They they get an F. They get they got they got relegated. They got owned so hard.
1: Yeah, like, so hard. Yeah, I, I cannot possibly disagree with it. It's it's a team that really ever looked like scoring a goal, even with Timo Pukki up front. You know, and he is a goal scorer. They they are the definition of a yo-yo club, aren't they? They are literally too good for the championship because they, they managed that well, and then they're not good for the Premier League. And uh, was, it, was it Emil Bund- when did They they sold at the start of the season? Yep. Just, you know, you go up, you sell your best player that was kind of an indication that they weren't particularly planning on survival. You know, I, yeah. They, they were comfortably as banner team as we've had in the premiership for a good few years. So I, I cannot possibly, oh, I'm going with D minus. I'm not handing out Fs unless it, unless it's to Man United. <laughs> so yeah, I, it, it, it's not much to see here. It's a grisly crime scene. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Into Southampton is it next? I believe. Yep. So, yeah. Again, it, it's. I, I think if you want major progress, they didn't get washed nine 0 by anybody this year. Well, that's um, true. They they are again. They're a decent enough side, but and Ralph Hustner Hasn't is a good manager on the resources he has, but you kind of want. They if they're a side who, if, if they have an injury or two, are they going to go into a relegation scrap? Or, you know, as it is, they're good enough not to quite be in relegation trouble, but they're not, not quite good enough to go into the top half of the table. You know, I, I, I've kind of given them a C plus because it's it's just a kind of a, a, a good season because they survived, but there's not that much to write home about. I I, I have absolutely nothing to say
0: about Southampton. They get a C because they're just there. Southampton are literally just there at this (laughs) point. So, yeah, they they get a a, a C. And, you know, maybe if they ever actually move on from from Ralph they'll they'll either achieve either greatness or bomb spectacularly. As it stands right now, they are literally just there. Yeah. So I I have nothing to say about Southampton besides that. So
1: might have something to say about the next team though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Tottenham Hotspur. Once again, we are denied a a, a six consecutive year of, of no Saint Hodderingham's Day. Um, I mean Antonio Conte was a good signing after all, even though he initially turned them down and. You know they and Spurs initially had to go for like their what thirty seventh pick of manager to <laughs> to begin with in Nuno Espirito Santo who I still say I think got kind of hosed there I, I think he he kind of got hosed but because I mean he because he proved he was a good manager at uh, at, at Wolves but you know it mm-hmm. is what it is uh, they have Champions League football next season uh congratulations they 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 they, 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 they topped they uh they beat us three nil a couple weeks back they 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 overtook us congratulations i i i ain't even mad at this point they get a b plus
1: yeah that's fair enough and you know finishing off with a five nil win today here as well um certainly big you know Son Heung-min again the the joint top scorer. Um, I, I unfortunately I can't hate
0: I can't hate him unfortunately as no, much as I no. want to. I can't.
1: No. And as I still, and I
0: still say we should do a topic one time about the rise of Asian players because between, you know, uh Son, uh Minamino scored a critical goal for for Liverpool. Um you know, the quartet. I think
1: this year, yeah. Furahashi
0: yeah, the, the 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 quartet at Celtic, especially Kyogo Furuhashi, twenty goal twenty goals for Celtic. Imagine if he hadn't been injured for the for most of the second half of the season.
1: Yeah, I, I think we need to
0: de- definitely do a, a a topic sometime on the rise of 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 the Asian player. But you know, back to Spurs.
1: Yeah, they get a B plus for me. So, so on. Is, is the one Spurs player you know it's it's not it's impossible it's like again big props to Antonio Conte for coming in and um, Kuliszewski and Bettenkurt improving the side vastly in the second half there um, probably I would say you know with maybe the exception of City the toughest game we had at Anfield this year because Spurs came in And they blunted Liverpool in a way that I don't think many other sides did. Perhaps Chelsea in the cup finals. Um, But they, yeah, they deserve credit for making that run towards the end of the year for nipping into that fourth spot just ahead of Arsenal, unfortunately. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, I kind of give them a B plus because particularly from where they were at the start of the season, you know, with, with the managerial chaos and the absolute comedy of their pursuit of Conte, they've kind of rescued that season, but again, nowhere near any trophies, which you maybe thinks having Kane and Son up front, they maybe should do. So the test, the test next year is just whether they can sort of compete with the top clubs by anything but just defending and just punting long balls at wide. Do, do, so, do, do they keep Kane in the offseason? Where does he go? That's my thing. I don't... It, 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 unless Man United are desperate enough for him, I don't see them selling him at the moment, uh, which I could last year. So, you know, maybe that's something to to absolutely hold on to for them, that they've improved enough to kept, keep all the Kane. So, yeah. I'm going to go with a B plus there, I think. All Okie right. Okey-dokey. So, into the last three, the Ws, and we have Watford, Um, are are we allowed to give out F's here? I've already given one. Okay, yeah. Okay, I I should. (laughs) Okay, put my Man United grades in an F then. Okay. Oh shit. (laughs) And yeah, because I'm about to hand hand out that third F here to Watford, who's like habit of just having a rotate a swivel chair where the manager's office should be caught up with them. You know, it, it's calling Roy Hodgson out of retirement, and Roy Hodgson's tactics it looked outdated last year with better players. And I really, really wasn't keen on the fact the way Hodgson basically threw all his players under a bus at the end of the season. You know, why do you play for a guy who just goes, "Oh well, we tried to put our tactics in, but no, one, basically no one was good enough to get a hold of them." Again, they were relegated, as you put it, with with Norwich so hard. They were poor. They they, they offered very very little. Claudio Ranieri, you know, oh poor guy. <laughs> I, I always felt sorry for him at times. But yet, yeah, I I didn't see what the plan was from Watford apart from appoint someone a, a manager and hope again and again and again. So I, I I've got to give them an F because. They offered very, very little apart from an amusing win over Man United.
0: Yeah, that was like their one high point, wasn't it? But yeah, the, yeah, yeah the, this team gets an F. They, they are a, and they are an absolute disorganized mess up top. With a, a, as much as they rotate their managers out, they—I they, mean, did they like have five managers at one point? Like a, uh, during yeah. one season, they don't know what they're doing. They, they don't know what they're doing. They no. do not know what they're doing.
1: Someone put up—I can't remember which team it was—but said Watford about as many managers since 2009 as other clubs have had in their history. Might yeah. even be Liverpool.
0: That's <laughs> true. They are an absolute mess. So yeah, Watford—I'm not spending too much time on on Watford. Uh, yeah, they get a they get a hard F for me as well. They 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 stink, and well, maybe they'll do well in the pre, in, in the uh, in the championship again next season, and we'll. And will come back up and we'll have this discussion all over again in uh, 2024, I think. Uh, yeah. 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 So. Okay, my last one to start. Uh, West Ham United. God damn it. If they hadn't thrown that game away against Brighton today, we, we could have been laughing even harder at Man U. But, you know, and, you know, they are going to the Europa Conference League next season, which, you know, after they, they – I mean, they have – They've been an exciting side to watch, and they've been a tough side to play against. And, again, still credit to David Moyes. Uh, Technically, they didn't do as well as they did last season, which is a shame. But all that being said, you know what? Um, West Ham have gotten their shit together in ways I I never dreamed that they would have. Uh, I still think that there's definite room for improvement. They're going to get a solid B from me.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you can say in terms of points of that, they didn't do as well as they did last year. But I think if we, we have to take into account the what they didn't have the year before was that huge European run to the semifinals. That, that is... That's true. ...an outstanding achievement for, for a club like West Ham. You know, I, I can't fault that. And, you know, so, someone like Jared Bowen, what a season he's had. You know, th- there's definite, you know, pl- uh, team of the season... Nomination for him, I would say. Declan Rice again in midfield. David Moyes and yeah, I have to say, it, despite what, you know, what happened to Manu, what happened to him at Sunderland, he has put together a very, very good side which plays good football and will give everyone a game on their day. You know, they took, a, they put City out of the Carabao Cup. They again, they drew with City last week. They beat Liverpool at Upton Park. What a what a what a season they have had! I am um, uh, the, the yeah.
0: City of London Stadium. Upton Park hasn't been open for years. Though. Oh, yeah, God,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I keep doing that. They're the one team I do that for. Uh, damn it! Yes, yeah, they they rent free stadium, shall we say? <laughs> no, but yeah, they they you know they've. I, I think it, definitely a solid B plus from me for them because they're a good side, and you know, with a couple of shrewd signings, maybe they can go even higher next year.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think they uh, they they could be able to.
1: But yeah, okay. And we come to the last side in the Premier League, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't particularly have a lot to say except you know it's it's a, when you know Nuno's gone, and they've had a fairly smooth transition. They are you know what's it they finished? I think it was eighth this year. Um, again, played a decent football. Connor Cody. One of the unsung heroes of the Premier League a lot of the time. Really nice defender. Um, Raul Jimenez back from that horrific head injury to fantastic effect, which is, again, one of the great great stories of the season, which probably needs talking up more. But, yeah, you know, I, I can't say there was anything hugely special from them this season, but neither did they do anything particularly wrong. So I've just gone with a solid B for them here. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, they technically did, once again, finish higher than they did last season. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were good. They were solid. There was nothing special about them though. Like there has been in previous years. And I think maybe their window to do to, to rise above their station. Like we talked about for so many other seasons. I think that window is now closed. I think they're just going to be a mid table team, maybe fighting relegation, depending you know, on, on, on how their luck goes. But yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, I, I think they just get, they just get a, a B for me, on this. Yeah. They, they, they were, they were good. They were nothing special. They, I don't ever th- think that they were a, a, a total threat, even though they look, they may have looked at it for like you know, thirty five minutes today. Against yeah. uh, against Liverpool, but I mean, ultimately Liverpool won out. But you know, they still. <laughs> Asset Villa didn't keep up their end of the bargain, so you know. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but yeah, they 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 get a B for me on that point as well. So, uh, and yeah, and that's uh, that's the season. That is the 2021-22 season of so, of, of the of the BPL. You're about so to say kind
1: of, what? What would you give this kind of season as a grade overall? What kind of season do you think it's been? Well, I think it's great that both them and, as we mentioned earlier,
0: Italy. You know, they uh, they they both went to the final day. You can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, I mean, and, part and, part and part part actually, part. and actually, everything, everything was still to play for. Yes. Today, I mean, when was the last time that happened? When everything was still up for grabs?
1: Yeah, when fourth spot, relegation spot, and the championship. Good question. I mean, even
0: I mean, there was even, you know, between Manu and West Ham, there was something going on today. Yeah, you know, I mean it. I mean it, it's been a thrilling season. It is yeah. been this has been one of the most thrilling seasons uh in, in, in memory. Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah. A- absolutely like <laughs> I said, every, absolutely everything was still was all to play for.
1: Yeah, um, nothing particularly changed on the last game of the season, apart from May, uh, Leeds, But uh, but yeah, everything. Yeah, it, it it was a fun season, and yeah, particularly as a Liverpool fan. So yeah, I, I yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, for the most part, e- even with Arsenal letting us down towards the end here, yeah, but we won't go there.
0: Well, that's because you jinxed them, John. That that's why it is, and that's how we're going to leave this. On fingers, uh, fingers, baby. Uh, 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 on episode sixty nine, nice ah. of the Busting Balls Podcast, uh you, which you have been listening to, uh you can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us Balls pod at gmail.com. Uh you have been listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com. Did I say slown count? I don't you know what I'm losing. No, no, you my said mind SoundCloud.com slash Busting Dash Balls or the PWOM Podcast Network. SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can search us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Uh, As I mentioned, uh, this is kind of a hiatus episode after this. Uh, We are taking a break, although we will podblast next week uh, after the... um, after the results of both the champions league final and the and the championship playoff final the final who the last premier league team will be uh, we never even got to talk about all the fuckery that went on with uh Nanyan forest and sheffield united maybe we should take a minute to do that uh, because uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 Sheff- the it started off with the sheffield united manager what's his name
1: uh, it billy sharp
0: there eh? no, no 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 the sheffield united manager Oh, oh sorry. Um uh it's um, he- heckin' something. He- Hecking bottom is it or... uh, Hang Uh on. <laughs> Paul Heckingbottom, bottom, yes. Okay. Shoving a ball into the chest of a a a uh a Nottingham forest player cuz he felt that he was, you know, taking too long to take a throw in. You know, and that that caught, kicked something off. But then afterwards when uh Nottingham Forest won on penalties, uh the the Forest fans, you know, stormed the field, which, you know, okay, we granted that, but one of those fans decided to, you know, just do a complete headbutt assault on Billy Sharp.
1: Oh, it was a great wrestling move, wasn't it? Come on. It was, oh, he, I was he expecting p- to come up and go ah.
0: He pounced him, yeah. I mean he, he that was a pounce on on yeah. uh, uh on uh on, on Billy Sharp which you know uh yeah that, there there's no call for that shit guys
1: no and then we've had again on i think it was Thursday night you had Patrick Vieira um going back at an Everton fan who was clearly saying something heinous to him and t- and today tonight just in the, in the wake of City's results you saw se- saw several city fans at least you know Having a go at uh, the Villa keeper Robin Olsen, and you and at that point you, I was going, what what the hell are they doing about pitch invasions? Because if they, if you know if people are in danger, if fans are emboldened enough to have a go a physical go at managers at players, you, you're not far off assault charges for someone.
0: I'm telling you what, yeah, the the we're we're getting back into dangerous times and it would not surprise me to see to hear about the rise of hooliganism in the coming years. You know, hooliganism making a resurgence.
1: Yeah, I mean if, if you don't you know, if you don't actually deal with it and make it very clear it's not allowed, these things will escalate. It's just Yeah, uh, it, it's not something you want to say. I mean, yeah, I understand the absolute joy of the wins that these players had, but we do not want to go back to the days of you know, fences around pitches. We've been there, and we know what happens.
0: Yes, we do. Yes, so, we do.
1: Yeah, so it's an issue that's going to need to be looked at because you cannot have pitch invasion. You, you have to have the priority as the safety of players, of managers, and indeed, we don't know what happens with fans. So, yeah.
0: So on that pleasant note uh this is uh kind of our hiatus like I said we we will do a pod blast uh after the champions League and uh and championship playoff uh finals take place uh next weekend but uh on that note, John any last words
1: the treble's still on baby
0: oh God <laughs> let it go let it go. <laughs> All oh right. my god i
1: never thought i'd end on we'd end on jeff seeing yeah. disney here I,
0: I i you know what i think that's a good sign that i need to start my uh my vacation from this so uh and w- i don't know when the next episode will be the next full episode would be but you know what until then it's have a good summer for me and it's have a good summer from him. we'll see you
1: when we see you good enough. <laughs>